what's up, what's up, guys? We are live. Welcome to another episode of Underground STL Live, a show that brings you a street-level view of the greater St. Louis area, taking you deep into the top smatter of the most two St. Louisans. I'm your host, Sam Catanzaro, and as always, I am joined by the funny man himself, the man in the chair, the one with the magic fingers, pressing all those keys, the producer of our show, Booster. How are you, Booster? That was an ironic funny man joke there. <laughs> yes, you are funny. Uh, I'm doing good, guys. Nice to see everybody. Uh, we actually just did, uh, I did my first stand-up comedy set not too long Saturday ago. Saturday night you did. Yeah, I got yeah. some laughs, too. You got some. I got some. You got some. I was it wasn't proud great. of you. Yeah. I was proud of you. Yeah. There was that one dick, and he said, he yelled, he goes, just be yourself. And you're like, dude, it's my first time. Like, yeah. It's you're like, going to really heckle me my first time. Yeah. But you know what? I guess I think that's how you learn. You know? That's, that's, uh, they get heckled. Well, or, yeah. No, or, well, like, the crowd know. is rough and all that kind of stuff. I don't but know. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to be myself up there right now, dude, but it's like the very first yeah. time that I've ever done it. And, and now you're you like, come on, it. man. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not you. It's like, dude, you've never even met me. <laughs> right, right. How do you fucking know? Guys, if you're joining us on Facebook and YouTube, make sure you comment down below. We will be jumping in the comment sections, reading your comments live. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, basically interact. We have a great show coming up tonight. But first things first, uh, Booster. Yes, you, sir. You don't like heights, do you? Uh, no, if, uh, if anyone out there knows me, I dislike heights gratuitously. I do not like, I don't even like being on like fifth floor parking structures. Would you ever, uh, would you ever ride in a hot air balloon? A hot air balloon? Yes. Uh, I have actually had the opportunity to do this before and I did and it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Really? Mm -hmm. You didn't, you didn't like it at all? Uh, not really. I was pretty young, too. So, thankfully, I, th I think I blocked most of it out. Traumatic experience. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, uh, the the crazy thing is is that we had, they had the uh, Forest Park, uh, uh, Great Forest Park balloon race Indeed. this past weekend. I, I think I sent and this to you. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. And this, this is crazy. And the only thing I'm thinking, like, oh, my damn booster is probably freaking out. We actually have a video of it. Take a look. Yeah. He's back up again. That that is that is crazy. Yeah. Right? Uh mm -hmm. I, so yeah, so this balloon actually they, they were calling it a mishap. And when it was about twenty five feet up in the air, we could hear the guy You know this this is from uh this is from Tony Boudreau who actually filmed the thing. But he said, quote when the balloon was about 25 feet up in the air, we could hear the guy yelling in the balloon, yelling, catch us, catch us. And our hearts stopped as we ran fast, as we ran as fast as we could. Uh, the balloon hit the ground right in front of the grass and the basket scraped, uh, scraped along the sidewalk for 10 feet before taking flight again. Organizers said that the pilot eventually made a safe landing and no one was injured. So he went down and then he went back up, made a safe right. landing. Uh, but how much... Would someone have to pay you to get in one of those balloons now that you saw that happen, Booster? Oh, okay, can since I ask, you're afraid of heights. Can I can I ask one clarifying question? Yes. Do I know for a fact that I'm gonna be doing like one of those ground scraping moves that they did? You don't know, or, but that is a possibility. Um, probably the total gross domestic product of the United States, about thirteen point eight trillion, I think. That's how much it would take you. Something like that. Oh, yeah. come on, give me a realistic number. Come on, because uh, obviously uh, that's now, now you're worth as much as a country. Come All right, on, like, five, give me billion. A, five billion. Five billion dollars, Alex. Five billion dollars. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I'll take hot air balloons for five billion dollars, Sam. 
Uh, yeah, no, you you actually hate heights. I mean, we, we I really went, do. And this is coming from somebody like I've seen it firsthand. Booster's fear of heights. Uh, when we were in high school and we were at on the Superman Tower of Power at Six Flags, mm-hmm. and I somehow oh, I talked you into going on. And I think it was because you were with your girlfriend at the time and yeah. you just didn't want to look like a pansy. But yeah. I, I, we were making fun of you the whole time. I ended time. up looking, up, looking like a pansy anyway, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. But at least you went on. Like at least, And then yeah. after that, like any rides, you were like, no, I'm not. I'm not going. Uh, or at least not Superman again. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, no. It uh, like it's bad, folks. Like I get like my feet turned to clay. I'm like I start like leaking out of my hands. I sweat so much. Yeah, it's it's a real thing. Like even on like fifth, like parking garages. Like if I look over the edge, like I do that. Th- I do that classic thing where it's like the ground. Like my depth perception kind of goes crazy. Right. And I go Jesus. <laughs> Like, it's not fun. No. All right. So what would you think in that moment? Like, if you were in that it's hot air balloon and it was coming down to the ground, what would you think in that moment as it's like, as Am you're I, in the basket? If I'm in the basket? Yeah. You don't know oh. if it's just going to scrape and you go back up. Like, this could be it. And you're yelling, catch us, catch us. You, or you hear the pilot saying that. What would you think in that in uh, that moment? I'm what thinking going two things. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing I'm thinking is the second this thing touches the ground, I'm jumping out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care what's down there. I'm getting out. Like, I don't care how fast I'm going. If I have to jump into a, a lake or a pond or shrubbery, I don't care. I'm getting out of this fucking balloon. You're, you're finding some way to get oh, to yeah. get the hell out. Mm-hmm. What would you what would you guys go do down there? Tell us down below. Uh, yeah, we, we have uh, we have Regina on Underground St. Louis saying great music out there. Uh, we have uh, somebody on YouTube saying Richter's fan number one. Cindy on YouTube is saying that. Uh, yeah, we got Richter's is going to be one of the bands that we're featuring tonight. Great music Indeed. coming up. Guys, we have a great show tonight. Uh, we have a uh, crazy guy attacks a lady's bathroom with a sledgehammer. Uh, St. Louis chef wins Hell's Kitchen. And uh, the St. Louis Renaissance Festival is coming to town. And a local band gets screwed out of playing Point Fest. I'm pissed. Travesty. I'm pissed. But for now, here is a word from our sponsors. Tonight's sponsor is Mycroft AI. As we all know, voice technology is the fastest growing segment of the tech sector. Smart speakers are everywhere and people are starting to think about the privacy implications. Mycroft is building a private voice assistant that gives customers great features while protecting your privacy. If you believe that voice is the future and that privacy is important, invest in Mycroft. Head on over to mycroft.ai and invest now. All right, guys, make sure if you have not already subscribed to us over on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, if you like our show, invite your friends to follow us, okay? That's, a, that's the way we grow. That's the way that we grow. You can also catch our show on Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. And you can always check out our website at undergroundstl.com for exclusive content because, after all, we go deep. I need to record myself saying that so I don't have to say it every freaking show. I but love I, that you But do I that love thing. it, though, yeah. because it's like... I, it also it's very boring. little work for me. Yeah, like, I don't. Absolutely. I don't have to click anything. You just do it. <laughs> I just do it. I just do it. See, see, Booster, I try to make your life easy. I appreciate it. I'll tell you who did not make somebody's life easy is this contractor that destroyed a woman's renovated bathroom with a sledgehammer. Senor Sledge. After a pay, yeah, Senor Sledge. Oh. Uh, after a payment dispute, and he w- he claims that he was taking his work back uh, have you ever had any issues with contractors? Uh, me personally, not so much. No? I guess my parents more than that, <laughs> than me. I've, I've never really paid for contracting yeah. work, and uh, I don't know. My brother-in-law, uh, his uh, dad is like a really big contractor, okay. and uh, so he like I've helped my brother-in-law do a lot of like 
home improvement stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I've, I've been a landscape contractor, but I was like the grunt. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really Me deal too. with any of the disputes yeah. or whatever. But uh, but yeah, guys, take a look at this. No, you don't. I do understand. We put weeks into this, thousands of dollars into this. It's not your house to display. This is my property. This is my property. I have receipts for everything. Yes, ma'am. I do understand that you can see this is how we need to take it back because we solidly built the construction, unfortunately, and it's fall off. Tell you something. No contractor in the state of Colorado will fix that when they found out I took it back because you refused to pay me. Alright, that guy is clearly on meth or something. <laughs> he just, was <laughs> pissed. <laughs> oh my damn. I, I'm just like when I first saw that, I was like, dude, there there are probably about a million other ways. To solve that problem. Yeah. I mean, that that to me, I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, this tile guy became enraged after a payment dispute. The homeowner, Amber, who is the other person, she wasn't the woman seen in the video, but she was the one recording, said she paid $3,330 of the $7,555 bill that uh, because she wasn't pleased with the work. So she mm -hmm. paid half, and then apparently she <clears throat> said she paid half, and she was like, yeah, the the tiles off or whatever or, or something. I need oh, you to do this good. before yeah. I. But in that video, hell well, no. The, be, before he saw, yeah. before he broke the it before, all. not the after. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the company then uh, claims that Amber did not pay for uh, certain items and that there was no expression of displeasure on her end. And uh, yeah, so the question is, is this guy then comes in and she let him in because at first I was like, why the mm -hmm. hell would you let this guy in your house? But apparently she let him in because they had left some stuff behind and so and they hadn't cleaned up some stuff. So she thought that he was right. coming in to clean up or possibly, uh, you know, consult with her about her, um, you know, exp expression of displeasure. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he let her in, or she let him in, and he comes in with a sledgehammer, and he just starts swinging, as you saw in that video. Yeah. And he claims, "I'm taking my work back." And, and I think I think the woman in the foreground in that was also like an employee of the contracting company. Well, she had the she had the uh, if you rewind it, you can see yeah. that she had the actual number of the contracting company on her shirt. And you don't think that somebody's going to start like yeah. videotaping you as soon as mm -hmm. you come in? That's pretty stupid. But. Uh, all right, was this guy in the right to go back in the house and start swinging away at the walls? If you're watching us on Facebook and YouTube, comment down below. Was this guy, this contractor, in the right to go back in the house, start swinging, and take back his work, quote-unquote? Booster, let's start with you. Uh, you well, I'm going to go ahead and say, obviously, that wasn't okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like, property destruction is not good, no matter what you're probably doing. Um I don't know. You know, like, I bet you she's going to pay from now on, though. Right. Next time she gets a contracting job done, she's fucking paying the bill. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, I mean, obviously, it's not okay for her to uh, not have contacted the company and express their her displeasure. And it's not okay. Well, she claims she claims that she did. They claim that they never heard from her. I don't know. Uh, and that, then, that's kind of one of those he she said, actually she said has, things. Well, she actually has uh, payment history from her bank that she paid 
the three thousand some odd dollars right. on <clears throat> top of the bill. So she did pay. Mm-hmm. She was just saying, "Hey, look, you didn't do this, so therefore, I also I, need, I want you to come back and finish it yeah. before I pay the rest." I actually don't think that this is going to uh, this is going to make her pay further i think that anytime she has contracting work done now she's gonna be like no i'm (laughs) I'm paying i'm paying after it's all done and i'm satisfied i know apparently uh according to the one of the uh representatives of the company they also had um uh done other work that she had not paid for yet and i don't know if that was included in the grand total of like seven grand or whatever but uh no you know i mean you can't just go in there with a sledgehammer and just start hammering away yeah uh you probably would have been way better off uh just going to small claims court and taking her to court over it. exactly um, that's that's what i think too yeah and, you know you can't I, I there was there's tons of more other ways to go about it and what we didn't show you in that video is that uh, he he actually did more damage to the house than than his tile job. He actually like one of the walls he swung mm-hmm. through, swung through like a closet in the next room, or swung through you know a bedroom wall. And so now that I don't think that he did that. Uh, and and all that there there was a lot more damage. There was a lot more damage to the structure of the bathroom than just the tile. Now because you got to yeah. think he's he's swinging a fucking sledgehammer at it. It's not just the tile that he's taken up. And he was so enraged when he was doing it. There's no yeah. possible way that you can destroy something carefully. I in in when you're that enraged. When well, you're I, that enraged, I don't think. I don't know. I'm also gonna say that like drywall is pretty cheap to replace. So maybe he didn't care. Um, but, I'm gonna go out like, still, I mean, like, like he didn't put a hole in drywall. But he didn't no put up deal. the drywall. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, he might have. I now don't he's know. now he's destroying property that he yeah. didn't work on. This is what this is what's crazy. I don't think you can get that tile back either. No, you you would have like, to go in and replace. Like I mean, like regardless of like what the woman uh, no. or, or like the payment dispute. Like I think if you are quote taking back your stuff, breaking the tile. I don't know if you can just. This is a whole notion. You know though. what I mean? Like you just ruin that tile. This like, is a you, whole notion. You don't get new tile. Listen to this. I, I don't understand the logic behind I'm taking my work back. No, you're destroying your work. You're not taking it back. It's not like you're you pissed, a, baby. It's not like you're Walmart or Schnooks and you sold somebody a product and then you take that product back and that product is there intact. You're destroying a woman's wall. You're destroying the bad. You're destroying the work that she did. You're not taking it back. And this is what's crazy to me is let's say that I go in and I need like I need a kidney replacement, right? And I go into the hospital and that doctor puts a new kidney in me and then says, "Okay, my work here is done, and I have a problem paying the hospital bill." What's that doctor gonna do? Come back, come over to my house and be like, "I'm taking my work back," and yeah. then rip my fucking kidney out? <laughs> no, that's not how this works. This is what this is what really blows my mind is that th- this notion that they're taking their work back somehow. No, you're destroying your own work, or it's like to <clears> me, it's like. Or do you think like, well, th- that's that's fine. I'm making I'm making the decision. I think this is I think it's just childish. And what pisses me off as well is that that other lady in the video she was recording too. Everybody's got their phones out. Everybody's recording, mm. and you know that they thought, oh my god, we're gonna. When he said every contractor in Colorado, once they find out, you know, I took my work back, won't want to do work for you. They they thought that they were going to put this on social media, and it was going to garner 
a whole bunch of you know views and contractors would come yeah. in their aid and that da, 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 da. Yeah. no that's not what we're doing i i just hated how everybody now has their phone out for freaking everything that it just that they're just, they're just ready they're ready to post on yeah. world star man yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. world star but yeah. contractor you know tile bathroom version <laughs> fucking <laughs> beat, beat down in mcdonald's baby right. i don't know oh man it just it, man that just yeah he me was off. pissed though like he was genuinely fucking pissed and yeah. it's just like I don't know, man. I don't no, know if he was, a I don't change. know if he, well, I don't know if he was like the general contractor. I don't know if he was like just one of the guys they hire. I don't know if he was like the guy in charge of it. But I mean, who knows, man? That's really bad PR, probably. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, he he was he was pissed. But he was pissed like a child throwing a temper tantrum. Hmm. And be and every child that throws a temper tantrum, guess what? They're not right. They're not in the right for throwing a temper tantrum. So what you're doing when you take a when you take a sledgehammer, I'm taking my work back. Yeah, you worked hard. Yeah, she didn't pay all the way. There were other avenues to go about it. You are a pussy. But that's just that's just me. So I hope he sees us and I hope I hope he hears me say, Hey, you're a pussy. That was a very gay way of saying pussy though. Pussy. Very humble. Well, that's how he would say it because he goes, you know, he gets invited into women's houses and destroys their bathroom. She was a victim. Which brings us to our featured song tonight, and that is Victim by Echoes from Ashes. This is courtesy of our friends over at Beyond FM. Guys, stick around. We got more underground coming up next, talking about St. Lu- a St. Louis chef winning Hell's Kitchen, a local band being snubbed at Point Fest. But for now, here is Echoes from Ashes.
right, that was for Echoes from Ashes. Make sure if you're not already subscribed to subscribe to us over on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, if you like our show, invite your friends to follow us. You can catch our show also on Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. And you can always check out our website, undergroundstl.com, for exclusive content because, after all, we go deep. All right, I just want to give a big shout out. If everybody's watching, if anybody uh, are Hell's Kitchen fans out there, uh, congratulations to Trenton Garvey, aka Chef Gravy from the Blue Duck in Maplewood. Hell's Kitchen he is coming home, baby. Freaking smoked that competition. I mean, it was great. Uh, these are he. This is a St. Louis chef. Worked at the Blue Duck in Maplewood. If you guys have been there within the past few months, he has been cooking your food. He is the head chef. He's been putting together the menu. Uh, but yeah, he won Hell's Kitchen Young Guns, and we actually have some highlights here. Take a look. Three. Say, oh my god, been incredible, and I just love you. Oh, Mason, will you marry me? I won, and I got a soon to be wife. I've never been so happy in my life. Did you say yes? (laughs) I won in more than one way. She said yes. Wow. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, it's, uh, he said, he said it's a bittersweet celebration because, you know, he, he won Hell's Kitchen. You want to see him succeed and win, but, but he will be leaving, uh, the Blue Duck in Maplewood. You know, that's, so he's going to be leaving St. Louis for Vegas. Uh, he is also, you know, because he won a position of a head chef at Gordon Ramsay's, uh, steak, uh, Gordon Ramsay's steak at the Paris Hotel in Las Vegas. Uh, but yeah, and then he also proposed to his girlfriend, Mace, uh, or Macy, whatever you want to call her, uh, who was in the finale to cheer, uh, Chef Gravy on, uh, Trenton Garvey, aka Chef Gravy, that's what they call him at the Blue Duck, that's what mm-hmm. St. Louisans call him, okay, yeah. that's what loyal people call him, <laughs> I met him, I met him, and I actually did a photo, yeah, I remember that, yeah, I met him, I met him, I did a photo shoot with him, and, uh, I took pictures for him for a magazine, some magazine out in like LA. He needed a local photographer, so I took pictures of him. We did like a little mini photo shoot, and uh, you would never guess by his demeanor that he won because he kept it so private. He told me that they only filmed the the series for about a month, huh. and then okay. uh, and then he was saying that uh, um, he only filmed it for about a month, and then he came back, and then he was back home here for the whole season. You know what I'm saying? But he has to keep quiet. So all that that you saw. Of him winning, yeah. that was back in before February yeah, or something. whenever they filmed yeah. it. And so he had to keep that a fucking secret as as he was as he was here. He probably told his parents or something so, like that. I mean, yeah. you'd have to. You well, they were there, never know. weren't they? I think some of those people might I think, have been related. I think the parents mm-hmm. that you saw were actually the the girl that lost. Oh. But his 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 fiance is there and look how yeah. look how happy she was. Like you don't oh, think yeah. you know. 
but no, they got to her knees. <laughs> yeah, they got to sign contracts. I mean, he really kept it. He played it co- close to the chest, and uh, just a, he was just a humble guy. I actually was trying to get him on the show, and for the longest time, we were. I was saying, "Hey, you got to be on the show. You know, we can interview you. What your experience was?" Yeah. And he goes, "Okay." And about a week or two before he won, I hit him up and I said, "Hey, come on. We need, I want you on Underground St. Louis because I've been watching on Hell's Kitchen, and you're fucking killing it. I want you on." I didn't think that. He, he won because right. he was so just laid back, still working at the Blue Duck. I was like, all right, cool, you know? And, uh, yeah, he uh Congratulations, he came, man. Yeah, congratulations. That, that's an incredible thing. Hell's Kitchen is probably the hardest Gordon Ramsay yeah, thing to do. Yeah. I don't think that he is going to be on the show, though, now because <laughs> this guy's life just blew up. You know what I'm saying? Like, going out to Vegas and stuff like that. I hey, never say never, man. On a, but you know what? We'll make you even more famous, Trent. We'll, yeah. Uh, but yeah, everybody was so uh, so happy for we'll him. Y- we'll use the media cloud of Underground St. Louis. Exactly. To get him. <sighs> Hell's Kitchen, man. Yeah. This is the real yeah. Hell's Kitchen in yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Las, Las Vegas, uh, you know, Paris Hotel. Yeah, I, I'll get you I'll get you a spot working in Abu Dhabi for freaking <laughs> sheiks or whatever. Steaks aren't know. hard. Give right, me a break. Come on, man. <laughs> No, but uh, no, you yeah. serve garlic mashed potatoes. Congratulations to Trenton Garvey, aka Chef Gravy. Uh, I don't know when they're having they they were having some meet and greet at Blue Duck, but mm-hmm. no. Anyway, check out the Blue Duck in Maplewood. Seriously, definitely. Blue Duck in Maplewood is just phenomenal, mm-hmm. and he's uh, he's he's left his mark there on them. So uh, so yeah, th- it's kind of cool that that he has uh, promoted them. We were actually the, one of the first people yeah. to actually do an article on UndergroundSDL.com. We were first first. Uh, media platform here in St. Louis, one of them, to actually write about him. Definitely. That was, and, and actually say, hey, this local St. Louis, and, and I kind of got pissed because then everybody else started writing about it. I'm like, we started it. We made it cool because we go <laughs> deep. You only hear about stuff here first. But yeah, man, what's your uh, dream competition of winning? What would be your dream, dream competition? What would it be? Sexiest man alive, maybe? I don't think, no, no. I no. got a shot. Something realistic, Booster. <laughs> Something um, realistic. I don't want to do Hell's Kitchen because that's honestly, like, that's where, like, Gordon Ramsay is the hardest on people because uh, he even did an interview where he talks about, like, you know, MasterChef and stuff right, like that. Right, right, right. Where it's like, those are amateurs that he's just, like, trying or that are, like, trying to make the transition to becoming, like, okay. pro cooks. Hell's Kitchen, every single one of those people, he, quote, they're supposed to know what the fuck yeah, they're yeah, doing. Yeah, we've talked about this yeah. before. What would you do, though? What is your competition? What's your dream competition? Oh, man. MasterChef would, Master Master would be fun. Okay. I th- I honestly think that All would right. be really fun. But, uh, I mean, honestly, I mean, like, I know how to make ice cream. And, like, I'm a pretty handy chef around. But, I mean, like, if someone asked me to make hollandaise right now, probably screw it up. Mm. <laughs> so, I don't know how good I'd be. Mm. But that would be a really fun one to win. Um, I'm not sure I'd, like, start a restaurant or anything like that. Just to say that um, you did it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if there was a different competition, I'd probably pick the lottery. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> that's, a, that's a good... Okay. All right. I mean, if, a, if we can call that a competition... I, I want to know you're not really competing. You're just... Yeah. You're, it's just a draw. It's just a luck of the yeah, draw. Yeah, you just kind of pick something. I, I used to think uh, winning the ultimate fighter... Would would be a would be a cool that thing been, to in the day in yeah, the days when they had like day. Ken Shamrock and yeah, and uh, I mean still it's still guys. it's still pretty yeah. prestigious nowadays. It's, still, oh, yeah. it's actually one of the hardest uh, competition tournaments in sports. Oh for uh, sure. Yeah, Ultimate Fighter back in the day. I would say now though, like last comic standing or uh, 
You know, he's got that, that itch. Would, that, I got that itch. I got that comedy itch now. Uh, best local podcaster award. That would be <laughs> that would be one I wouldn't mind winning. Uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. I think uh, like for me, just to like actually like have like a a competition of like not even a competition, but just like an, an award like. He was a great guy and like have a funeral like Muhammad Ali's where everybody shows up and just mourns you of all races and creeds and stuff like that. That that would be not necessarily competition, but that's, I, mean, that's I feel like he was such an inspirit like he was such an inspirational character yeah. even outside of the ring. Yeah. Like even those like uh long um uh God, I forget. Uh if he uh, I forget if he was done, then he's gonna be done. I forget I forget exactly what he said, but it, like listening, he'll be down and oh, listening if he, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That rhyming If he gives shit. me jive, I'm gonna knock him in five. Thank knock you. him down in five. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, if he pulls any tricks, then I'll take it to six. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or like, he knows I'm great. I'll drop him in eight. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Muhammad Ali definitely. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you somebody else who had a dream. Okay, they had a dream of playing at Point Fest 2021, and uh, that did not happen. So, uh, Point Fest 2021, that was this past weekend, but there was one local band who did not get a chance to play. That was supposed to. Yeah, that was that was supposed to, mm-hmm. and that band was uh, the Richters, and we have had the Richters on our show. Uh, we featured their, their music on our show before, right. but yeah, this, uh, this band... They, they they were supposed to play. They actually went through the road to Point Fest through Pops. And them, along with our uh, friends Amethyst, got to play at Point Fest. Or so they thought. Amethyst played. They absolutely <laughs> killed it. And I was really excited uh, to see the, the Richters play. We didn't go, but I wanted to see like the photos and the videos taken afterwards. But uh, this is what the Richters put on their Facebook page after Point Fest said, Nope, you're not playing. They said, quote, for those of you who don't know, we never got a chance to play at Point Fest yesterday. There was a power generator failure during the initial sound check, and then the backup generator failed while the band before us was playing their set. The powers that be made the decision to cut the next band up, and that was us. It was hard to hear. It was hard to carry our shit off stage after waiting so long for this moment. But 1057 The Point has said they will do whatever they can to make it right. Thanks to everyone who came out yesterday. It means the world to us. We are all pretty disappointed, but are keeping our heads up. Keep rocking with us. This is just a setback, and we're hungrier than ever. Now, they were pretty humble in defeat, okay? Obviously, accidents happen. Yeah. All this type of stuff. Uh, I don't know why they didn't move them to another stage, for, but from what I've heard, Point Fest, they, they usually have the smaller bands. We, we talked about this earlier yeah. on one stage, and then they have the big band. So it probably just didn't work out. The generators were blown. Definitely. But they, I really hope that they made it, that they're going to make it up to them because I actually have a musician. I'm not going to say his name. So the band... Uh, you know, that he's a part of, he's a local musician, but the band that he's a part of doesn't get a flack. But I told him about this today. I was talking to Booster. You and I both know who this is. But uh, he says, get the fuck out of here. Fuck that. You realize how much fucking money they generate through those damn battle shows, don't you? They're requiring bands to sell $10 tickets and literally set the, and let the bands keep two to $3 sold from them. Plus they make them do that a minimum of three times. Sounds to me like the point and pops or whoever owes them a good show. And I said, yeah, you know, I, I, I told him, I said, yeah, we're, you know, uh, 
you know, they said that they'd make them up, make it up to them. 105 said the point. And, uh, and, and this guy, this guy, he goes, really depends on who told them that they, that they'd make it up to him. If the point, if it's, let's say the point that said it or better yet, live nation employees, somebody that may actually have enough clout to make something worthwhile happen to them. If it's pops, they'll offer them something slot from, you know, for some mid-level touring band and still require them to sell tickets. So, uh, yeah, this this guy that's that's sticking up for the Richters right now that that's that's pretty pissed off at these other uh, bands. Honestly, them, at these other venues, I should say. That must uh, have been such a gut punch to like. Oh yeah, get psyched up. Yeah, to bring all your shit. Be yeah. like, we're playing Point Fest. We made it, baby. It's like waving that carrot in front of you, and you're the yeah. jackass. And the, yeah, you know, yeah, and it's just like, come on, man. But but this this guy and this band, they're a pretty prominent band around St. Louis, and they they told uh, us that they would love to play with the Richters anytime. So if anybody out there is watching from the Richters, hit us up. We'll put you in contact with them, and you guys can make you guys can put on a show together, and and all that kind of stuff. They, even, they wish you all the love. I just don't want to. I just don't want to say their names. So then, you know, the, then the point fest gets mad at them and they never yeah. get up, you know, but yeah, we were just talking about how, okay, yeah, the point, you know, with local bands and stuff like that, they don't really care about them. And this is like, and ah, they does not bode well. Nope. It does not <laughs> bode well for them. So, uh, but yeah, guys, our next featured song tonight is from the Richters and their song tonight is just another entry because that's all they were. At Point Fest was Ooh. just another entry. Ow. They didn't get to play. Hey, you know what? They're on Underground St. Louis. Absolutely. That's They're something. On. This is way more better than 105.7 The Point. We go deep. Absolutely. <sighs> but guys, more Underground coming up next. We are about to get our Renaissance Fair on. But for now, here is The Richter's Yeah. 
was the Richters. Please go ahead and check them out. They got hosed. Seriously, royally hosed and they need all the support because God knows the uh, the other places aren't giving them support. Mm. Shit. You know, this is this is the this is just burns my ass. We got somebody, <laughs> we got Jordan uh, Bell on uh, Facebook saying that he would be having a conniption fit he says i would have a conniption fit mate i don't know if he's australian that's pretty that's a pretty bad australian accent but i mean yeah he's pissed uh, a lot of people commenting uh that that they're they're pissed as well uh we got somebody down below megan says love the richters we got uh sam on youtube saying they're cool yeah so, i think uh, yeah, check out the richters wherever yeah. you listen to music uh download all that kind of stuff so i'll tell you what who doesn't really have modern day music but has like he's music pitching from a, a long time ago <laughs> music from a long time ago is the st louis Rene renaissance festival oh yeah which is now six full weekends of action yeah i'm so excited i can't even oh, talk me too dude yeah so it returns to a st louis renaissance festival returns to rotary park in wentzville for its 23rd season i was talking to my mom about this and she says why don't they call it the wentzville renaissance festival i'm like mom that's because Re wentzville has no pull okay everybody's like wentzville what the hell is that you know everybody knows st <laughs> louis but i i think it's a little deceiving like you say hey oh you know uh come to the st louis renaissance festival oh yeah where is it about an hour west of st louis <laughs> i mean we got, we got some place. pictures here some people yeah. a lot of people take this seriously oh man i uh, love a renaissance fair any uh any excuse to fend off some knaves and varlets and yeah. uh cuddle up with some toots Stop. with a toots wench Stop. and uh and uh, have a flag and a veil. Stop yeah. it. Stop Stop being <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin for like two minutes over here. But yeah, no, they say, come explore the village with Robin Hood and his crew and his of merry men. Lock your friends in the pit of misery. That sounds, wow. Ride, ride I'm locking the, you in there. <laughs> ride the buccaneer bungee and see birds of prey. Visit the throne of swords. Throw axes. Then drink like a pirate at the new whiskey and rum tasting. Arr. You Settle down for a brunch at the joust. <laughs> the fucking picture at the joust with the king or dine on turkey legs and try one of our signature cocktails get your hair braided fortune red and find unique handcrafted gifts all over 75 shops verily i i really want to go actually so uh oh, september definitely. september uh 18th and 19th they uh which was this past weekend they just had the highland fling but these this is the this is the schedule so september 25th and 26th this upcoming weekend uh the theme is pups pints and pirates october 2nd and 3rd is shamrocks and shenanigans <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take my. Oh, I'm gonna take my. I'm gonna take my mother to that one. She is full blooded <laughs> Irish. October 9th and 10th is Heroes versus Villains. October 11th, Discovery Day and Lords and Ladies Shopping Day. October 16th and 17th is Oktoberfest. Okay. 
uh, Guten Morgen, whatever the hell they say. Guten uh, Morgen. Whatever. Um, October 23rd and 24th is Vikings and Vampires. Yeah. Dude, I have to go to every single one of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm going to spend every weekend from I'm now picking, on. I'm special. picking Vikings and Vampires, <laughs> and I'm picking Shamrocks and Shenanigans. That's just me. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the uh, MVRBC Blood Bank will be out front every weekend taking donations and giving free admission tickets and T-shirts. Uh, re- reservations suggested for blood drive so you can give blood, you know, because jousting is a very uh, <laughs> it's a very brutal sport. And yeah. uh, you might, you know, somebody might get into a position where they need blood donated to them. Hey, you uh, never know. Yeah, uh, Monday, October 11th, all military, first responders, and healthcare providers receive a free ticket. So there you go. We are none of those things because we do not like humanity as much as those people however if you not. are if you are one of those titles uh go there get a free ticket and enjoy the renaissance fair build a fairy house for free tickets oh god <laughs> so like amazing a bird house but for fairies it's for <laughs> tink tink or tinkerbell <laughs> yeah you gotta believe <laughs> oh, oh man. man you really uh, just build a birdhouse and then just put like a fucking feather on it's it it's a fairy house a fairy- booster all right, it's a sorry. fairy house all right a toadstool then not a feather i don't know uh if you have a smart child honor roll students receive a free ticket just bring your report card to the box office uh, September 18th through October 24th, Saturdays and Sundays, plus Monday, October 11th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., rain or shine, because that's how it was in the Middle Ages, rain or shine. Uh, it's at Rotary Park for uh, at 2577 Westmire Road, Wentzville, Missouri, 63385. Tickets usually for adults are $19.95, and children 5 to 12 are $12.95. Four and under are free. I would love to take my three-year-old. I don't have one, but I would love to take my three-year-old and be like, look, it's jousting. And then you're going to be the best jouster when you grow up that ever was. Yeah. We were talking about that. Jousting is mm-hmm. fucking brutal. Yeah, I kind of want to joust you now. Why? I don't know. You, you express you, you? No, nothing. Just for the sake of competition. But you, you express such a uh, reticence, a uh, a hesitation, if you will, to actually go through with it. To, and I'm to just do like, it? Yeah, and I'm just like, I want to get in, in the you're full on, armor. You're on a live animal with a uh, lance nope. and metal armor riding as fast as you can at one another, trying to unseat falling horseback height to ground. Boom. That is not cool. Let's do it. <laughs> no, no, that's not cool at all. Comment below all right, if you want I'll to see me it. in sand. I'll do it. it. I'll do it if you go skydiving with me. Fuck no. Mm. Uh, mm. Huh, huh. Oh, no. Why? Oh, why? Uh, why? No. I, I kind of want to take you skydiving more since you have a hesitation now. Oh, okay. No? <laughs> Man. I just feel like there's less of a chance of me getting hurt jousting than there would be skydiving. You'd think that. Watch yeah. Full Metal Jousting. Dude, there are, though, there are these competitions where it's like the melee competitions, and they have literally like 20. You can go on YouTube and Google this. Like, mm-hmm. like real-life medieval sword fighting competitions. Kind of like a knight's tale. Yeah, and they're dressed up in body armor. Mm-hmm. And you have to have, and we're not talking body armor like Kevlar's. We're talking metal, plated male. And they go and they have swords, <laughs> real life metal morning swords. Stars, they have morning stars, oh, flails, uh, pickaxe, all that kind of stuff. And they, the only thing is, is you you have to make sure that they're not sharpened. And the judges yeah. go around. You can Google this or YouTube this, right? And they go at one another. 
And they just beat the hell out of one another. And if you hit the ground, you're technically dead. You got to stay on the ground. And so they'll have like, they'll have like England versus Poland, or they'll have like <laughs> Germany versus like Luxembourg or some shit like that. Deutschland. Yeah. And, and uh, they'll go, they'll go at one another. And then all of a sudden you have Team USA like take the field and you're <laughs> like, USA wasn't around during the medieval times. Yeah, but you still get people going USA. I, and and they form <laughs> they form these national teams and they go at one another jousting too, like mm-hmm. full metal jousting. It's a big thing. And these people are like, I'm I'm a history buff, but these guys take history a little too seriously. That's all I'm gonna say. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, I love it. And I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. but it's cool. I'm gonna, it, it makes I'm gonna turn this on your head. Do you like Colonial Williamsburg? Have you ever been there? No. It's basically like a Renaissance fair, twenty four seven, but it's kind of like uh like seventeen hundreds play, uh, and so it's like you get a lot of like feathered wigs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't like that as much. I like medieval times. I would like a uh, Roman. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would be fun. Like, yeah, yeah, Roman. Like we a did Roman that uh, fair. Yeah, no, back in uh, high school when I was in Latin nerd alert. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, back in high school we uh we used to watch this YouTube video okay. of these uh this Latin class that literally like dressed up in like not a real Roman or like real male or whatever, but they would actually do like the phalanx and like the shield mm. protection and and they'd actually give out commands in Latin. Mm. So they'd be like, "Okay." So you're just stuff basically like watching a bunch of sweaty guys. I think there was how there, much did there your were parents, few girls. How much did your parents pay for uh, tuition at the school? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we we translated Catullus after that, if it makes any difference. <laughs> All right, Catullus, 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 you. I'm going to tell you guys something, okay? Right. Yeah, uh, guys, if you are joining in for the show, we thank you for watching another episode of Underground STL Live. Uh, if you're watching right now, you can actually catch myself, maybe Booster, if I can convince him, uh, at after the show at uh, across the street at Cusimano's in Maplewood for uh, BMB Open Mic Night. We're going to be doing some comedy. Doors open at 8.30. Show starts at 9 p.m. I think, I believe it's free to get in. Yeah. And they got they got good good price drinks, everything like that. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be showing up to those a lot more. Yeah, uh, that It was a lot of fun doing stand-up. And yeah. honestly, there, there's a lot of good guys doing that. So uh, if you guys want to come out and see, just see some like riffing comedy, Right. Um, a lot of them are really funny. They don't have uh, like any kind of hype behind yeah. them. So uh, if you just want to see some, maybe who knows? Maybe you'll see someone before they make it big. Maybe, maybe, yeah, and you'll maybe be able to. Maybe, maybe like, I saw us. Dave Chappelle when he was like twenty-five. Maybe they say I, I saw David Campbell, but I didn't know <laughs> that was his name because he Booster. went by Booster. Yeah. Guys, thank you all for watching another episode of Underground STL Live. We do this for you guys. We do this for St. Louis. We do this for the fans. This is Underground St. Louis signing off, and as always, we go deep. deep.